You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. James Co. Sean Levine here with you on BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Um, just got a word here that Nick Sirianni did meet with reporters this AM and he's being, uh, he's being very coy, Sean, about what's going to happen at the quarterback position. He said that uh, Jalen Hurst threw the ball well at practice yesterday with good velocity, uh, but still not committing to either Jalen Hurts or Gardner Minshew to start, uh, against the New Orleans Saints. Um, what do you make of that news? Well, I don't think that Gardner really. Minshew. <laughs> I don't think that Minshew was the reason why they lost that game against the Dallas Cowboys, right? Like his numbers were really good. He threw no. for three hundred and thirty something yards. It's just Jalen Hurts does something different to that football team to get them over the top, right? To end up winning those type of football games, opposed to just putting up the big numbers that your boy Gardner Minshew. I'm like you. I love the mustache one. I love me some Gardner Minshew. Oh yeah, he looks like a adult film star from the 1980s how can you not love that guy but i don't love him more than i love jalen hurts jalen hurts has proven that he's probably not going to win the mvp but he's either going to win go runner up or joe burrow maybe he'll finish third so that team needs and i say needs with a capital n jalen hurts to go out there if they're going to win football games they could probably win this one with a backup but they better get that guy healthy for the playoffs because if he's not right that team is going to exit early in the postseason. Philly's not good enough without a great Jalen Hurts to make any noise in the playoffs. Yeah, I just love that Nick Sirianni is just being very uh, a little bit of gamesmanship here uh, on sure. a Friday morning. But let's talk about uh, let's talk about Bears taking on the Lions. This one is such an interesting game for me, man. Bears plus six taking on the Lions over under the highest of the weekend set at 52 points. But how do you see it breaking down, Sean? Yeah, you mentioned Jared Goff earlier on the show, so I had to look up his numbers, and it was like 27 touchdowns to eight interceptions, which is pretty darn good. And their offense, their yeah. offense can cook. They've been top five in the league all year. The problem with the Lions in this game, and really all season, James, has not been on that side of the ball. It's been on the other side of the ball. It's been defensively, yeah. <laughs> where they're also bottom five right. in pretty much every single category. Luckily for them... In come the Chicago Bears, who aren't exactly the uh, the greatest show on turf, right? So I, I, I like the unders in this one. I don't necessarily think a lot of points are going to be scored, especially from the Bears' side. So I like playing the unders. Then I also like Jared Goss to go over two touchdown passes. He's had eight separate games this year where he's thrown for two or more uh, touchdown passes. So I feel pretty good about that one, too. I, I will also give you an insane stat line here. Okay, so Jared Goff... 
um, has 20 of his, uh, however many touchdowns, 20 touchdowns at home. And this game is being played in Detroit versus just two turnovers, 20 to two touchdown interception ratio at home on the road. Six touchdowns, seven turnovers, and that's a storyline with Jared Goff that has been, you know, pretty consistent. I would say throughout his career. Um, I want to go back to the to the Bears side of things. We're talking about Chicago. We're talking about, of course, we're talking about Justin Fields. Okay, now Justin Fields to me, uh, when you start taking a look at rushing props, it's a real interesting one against the Lions because the Lions primarily play. Um, I shouldn't say primarily, but they're one of the most man-to-man heavy teams in the NFL. And why does that matter, Sean? Because when you play man-to-man against a a player like uh, Justin Fields, once he sees those secondary guys' backs turned, he's out the gates, man. And playing man-to-man against a rushing quarterback, generally not a great idea, but Detroit, they just can't help themselves. They're going to play man-to-man at one of the highest clips in the NFL and as you mentioned, even when they don't, even when they play zone, no matter what coverage they throw out there, their defense not very good. I'm still trying to formulate my own opinion on Justin Fields. Like, you tell me if you've got this guy figured out yet because he looks like a younger version of Lamar Jackson that can't quite throw the football. Like, I know that Lamar's not the most accurate quarterback, but if you take a look at right. his numbers, Lamar's actually a pretty good passing quarterback. We just – Get, get, oh, it gets overshadowed by how good he is when he escapes the pocket. I think this guy, Justin Fields, is every bit as good at running the football if his arm can eventually catch up. That's the problem. Like, you look at Justin Fields' game passing totals, man, they're nothing. 119 yards, 152 yards, 153 yards. He's actually only thrown for over 200 yards on two separate occasions this year. That's very uh, Daniel Jones-ish, if you will. So I believe in his legs. <laughs> I'm just waiting for his arm to come around, including in this game. It's like I want to fall in love with Justin Fields. I think that he's the right answer for quarterback going forward in Chicago where they've been looking for the right answer for a long time, but just not completely there yet. Yeah, I took a look at his rushing props for this game, okay? 70 and a half, and again, minus 115. I'll I'll go. I'll take that, man. I'll take that. And I know that's a big number. Uh, for a quarterback but man you take a look at what he has been able to do on the ground by the way against this very same Detroit defense in week number 10 the guy ran for 147 again it's man-to-man coverage and when he sees that boy he's out and running Um, Chicago uh, by the way when Chicago played Miami Miami at that time in, in week number nine also another pretty heavy man coverage team he ran for 178 so this is a guy that when he sees man coverage he loves it absolutely loves it and by the way he's gone over 70 yards one two three four five six seven times um seven times this season so i would go ahead and uh, take a look at that number and i just think for me uh dude that's a that i know it's a big number for quarterbacks in general sean but i think for for justin fields in particular um i think that number is not high enough Uh, i probably would set it around 85 and it's 70 and a half right now i really like the rushing over uh player prop here for justin fields okay I want to talk about this uh, battle in L.A. It's the fight for the 405, if you will, okay? The Rams, quote-unquote, on the road against the Chargers. They play in the same building. Over-under set at 42. Rams a a six-and-a-half-point dog. 
Uh, Sean, do you think that's a big enough number? Or who, who do you like in this ball game? It looks suspiciously low, doesn't it, James? I mean, I get it. Like, you, know, you need the touchdown, you need the extra point to cover. Right now the Chargers laying six and a half. But all year long, the Chargers have been six and a half points better than the Rams. I get it. No true home field advantage because both these teams play in this same stadium. But this looks to me like the Rams, it's time to wave that white flag. And to give them credit, they have it. Right. You look at a few teams around the league, and it's pretty obvious. Like the Indianapolis Colts come to mind. They're just seeing – they're just playing out the rest of the schedule. The Rams haven't been one of those teams until this game. I think that they get behind early. I think that they get down like something like 21 to three into the first quarter. They gave up a lot of points because everybody wants to talk about their offense and how bad their offense is. I mean, their defense hasn't been great either this year. So I think this has all the earmarkings, if you will, of a Chargers blowout early and often. I'm playing the Chargers by four and a half at halftime, and I'm playing the Chargers by six and a half in the game. I don't think this one's close. It's interesting because bookmakers have been a little bit off uh, on the Chargers this season. Nine, five, and one are the Chargers against the spread. It's one of the best uh, marks uh, in terms of coverage rate um, in the NFL. As a matter of fact, tied for, no, actually sits alone. Fifth best uh, in terms of coverage rate in the NFL are the Chargers. Nine, five, and one. And then on the other side, you take a look at uh, the LA Rams and the Rams, five and eight, five, eight, and two against the spread. So I think these are all kind of like pointing to what you were talking about. I don't think that number's big enough. Um, you feel like with the Chargers, especially with the Chargers, they still got motivation to play. You know what I mean? The Rams, they're playing like they're double parked, uh, as you mentioned, man. <laughs> they, they just want to get the hell out of there. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I, I'm with you 100%. I, I don't think that line's big enough, which is why I kind of threw it out to you that way. Um, I think the Chargers cover. Uh, I want to take a quick look at some of these player props here. But Justin Herbert, uh, 284.5. That looks like an okay line to me. I'd probably take the over on that one as well. And then Cam Akers, 69 and a half. And, and look, I, I know the Rams, they haven't run the ball very well. Cam Akers come alive the last couple of games here. Um, I kind of like that number, 69 and a half. And uh, I think he can hit that um, as an over there. So those are just a couple of props that uh, player props that I am looking at. Uh, for that uh, battle for L.A. All right, how about the Browns taking on the Commanders? Browns, a two-point dog on the road against the Commanders, over-under very low, set at 40. How do you see the game going? Yeah, and of course, uh, Cleveland has Deshaun Watson back, which I don't know how much that's really helped them. I mean, if you look at his numbers like last week, the guy tossed for 170-something <laughs> yards. He's been bad. Yeah. Speaking of bad quarterback play, and maybe that's a little bit harsh, Taylor Heineke out, Carson Wentz back in for Washington. Washington feels like, James, that this season has kind of caught up with them with all the different quarterback stuff going on, with all the Daniel Snyder stuff going on. And all They just had – and here they are at 500, and they still have a chance to end up making the playoffs. Because of all that, I think the pressure is just too much. Carson Wentz has had his opportunity. It didn't go that well. That's why they decided to go with the other guy. So I'm going to play Cleveland on the money line in this game at plus 110. And you know who needs to get right for Cleveland, because I know what you're going to ask me next about a player prop, is Nick Chubb. That guy needs to find his way into the end zone. At the beginning of the year, whether you're talking about the real world or the fantasy football world, Nick Chubb was that dude. 
And he's still racking up some yards, right? Over the last three games, he's averaging 89 yards per game. But it's been a month since that guy's found pay dirt. So if you're going to play a prop, Nick Chubb finds his way in the end zone in this game. and Cleveland wins on the money line. Well, I tell you what, my fantasy team would love to have Nick Chubb score a touchdown for the first time. In a, what, what is going on there? I, I just don't understand. You would figure with, with Deshaun, the guy hasn't played in two years. Can they run the rock? And, and that, by the way, that is what Stefanski's teams do. They run the rock. Um, I, I, would, I would offer a little bit of, I guess, counterpoint uh, to, to this game in terms of taking uh, Cleveland Moneyline. And, and, and I'm, not, I'm still torn on it myself. I don't have a strong take on this game either way. But the Browns, you know they want to run the ball. Commanders have been so good at stopping the run. Um, and that over-under of 40, I know it's low. But I almost wonder, again, with the two quarterbacks struggling the way that they are, Carson Wentz, guys, Carson Wentz is not good, dude. You know, Carson Wentz is – I don't understand why they went away from Heineke. Not that Heineke was tearing it up, but I thought he kept the ship afloat. You know what I mean? Carson Wentz can actively bomb your squad. Um, either way, I don't like the quarterbacks in this one. I almost wonder, just with the defenses set up the way that they are, I actually like the under, even though – even though – it's just 40 points, Sean. Let me go back to the quarterback on the other side real quick because I said Deshaun Watson's been bad, and you were like, he's been awful. He's been atrocious. So I had to look up the numbers. Dude, Yeah, he's been worse than all of that. He's He's got two touchdowns, <laughs> three interceptions, and in his, three, in his four games, three of those games he threw for 131 yards, 161 yards, and then last week versus the Saints, 135 yards. So – it's crazy to think, and this is a bigger picture conversation, James, all the quarterbacks yeah. this offseason, they got paid, and they got paid guaranteed money. Like, So this is the plan for Cleveland going forward, huh? This is the plan for, um, yeah. this is the plan for like uh, uh, Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray. And how about Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson gets oh, that God. long-term guaranteed Jeez. contract. It's almost like these teams need some sort of oversight for the oversight that says, hold on, before you give Derek Carr the pen this offseason, it's not a three-year extension, you know, maybe yeah. you should just hang on because all these moves that have been made the last, let's call it offseason and a half, whether it's Derek Carr yeah. getting his extension, whether it's Kyler Murray getting guaranteed money, whether it's Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, correct me if I'm wrong, they've all blown up in the face of these organizations, right? <laughs> Am I missing something here? Oh, no. you, you hit it right on that. You know, here's the other thing. Russell Wilson has been so bad. That contract is looking so bad. It's so bad. Deshaun Watson's contract has kind of like shuffled on underneath, you know, like people don't, don't like even talk about Deshaun Watson at all because Russell Wilson has been so unbelievably bad, but you're right. Um, you know, Deshaun Watson has not played very good football. He's as a matter of fact, he's played awful football and that fully guaranteed contract is looking real dicey right now you know what's crazy we talked about geno smith i i bet you anything he's gonna sign like a three-year hundred million dollar contract dude like it's gonna it's gonna be nuts the amount of money that geno smith is gonna make um here in his 30s which is just it's my we're talking about geno smith it's you geno know what's smith. really gonna blow your and mind right. you know what's really gonna blow your mind james yeah. is when it's the jets when it's the team that drafted him that decides no! to open up, they're like, that's what's going to blow your mind when Gino goes back to the oh. Jets this offseason for $100 billion bucks for three years. Dude, he's going to get a three-year hundo, man. And people are going to be like, what? Gino's, somebody. That's, that's what 
I mean, that's what it costs to take a quarterback nowadays. It's going to be a, you know, 30 to $35 million contract. I don't know how much of it's going to be guaranteed. Probably be about 60 million guaranteed, man. Like if you think about that, that is absolutely bonkers. And you know what? I'm happy for him. You know what? We wrote him off and, and dude, he's just been playing out of his mind. He's been great. He has been absolutely yes. fan freaking tastic which has been wonderful okay i'll tell you what man uh when we come back you mentioned Derek carr i want to dig into that niners raiders game we're definitely going to get into that this is betql daily presented by bet mgm you're listening to james co and sean levine we'll be right back 